Seekers, joy givers, anyone looking for an infusion of joy, you've come to the right place. My name is Deb McGregor. I'm your host of Live Joy, Share Joy. Today, our program is all about creating the home you want for 2022. And I might even add that it's probably about creating a joyful home. We have a lot to talk about. And with us today to have this conversation is our special guest, Marina Zamzo of M Designs. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Deb, for having me. I'm so excited that you're here because you and I actually met because you're helping me in my home. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and and boy, do we know that I need the help, right? You walked in and said, Deb needs help. <laughs> yes, I did, actually. <laughs> I know, because it's so fascinating. You and I have talked about how people can be so good in one area of their life, but there's other areas where they can struggle immensely. And for me, it is my home. I don't see colors. I don't see how things go together. And it's like this own little, I'm going to call it a chaos in my own mind when I try to do design. And you walk in, you're like, oh, you need this color, this carpet, this, this. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, God bless you, girl. You're coming on the show. (laughs) Well, thank you for having me. Um, You're right. It really does take an expert to really kind of see the whole picture in someone's home. And that's why people hire me, because I walk in and I can see everything from a 360 view, you know, and yeah. I love this. And and I love that we are bringing mattering to the work that you do, because I think a lot of times people don't recognize what people who design, who help you create the space that you want, like what you do. So let's start there. What do you do when you work with people? And, and then we'll get into creating the home that we want for 2022. But we need to understand what you do. So what I do is I am an interior designer, and my job is to come into your home and help you create spaces that are unique to you. So sometimes I run into clients who really don't have an overall theme for their home. I create that for them, whether that's through paint, whether it's through furniture, tile, flooring, you name it, I do it. I also offer organizing, so I really take it down to the foundation when some people who struggle with keeping their spaces decluttered, you know, I kind of step in and I show them ways to keep it organized and then um, that fit into their overall theme for the home. And so that ties all together, doesn't right. it? It's, it's, it's basically um, decorative organizing yeah. is the way I like to call well, it. It is because the way that you organize, it doesn't need to look like just piles of, you know, whatever you can actually make it look pretty, right? Pretty baskets, pretty this, right? And right. it actually pulls it together. And and that's the thing is sometimes, so I go in for like a color consult where I help you pick out the perfect color for your walls that goes with your trim, with the pieces in your home. And through that conversation, most people hire me on the spot to design their space because then I get to talk to them about the pieces in their space. And then they start to see, wow, I really do not know what I'm doing here. You know, and it helps to have my guide to kind of tell me what to do. Well, and I am always so fascinated about people in your line of work because I don't see it. I really don't. Now, (laughs) I can look at someone's business plan and go, bing, 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 bing. This is what you need to do. Here's how you need to market it. You're going to be fine. This is what you need to do. Right. That's how my brain works. But when it comes to the house, it doesn't work that way at all. And that's how your brain works. Right. It's fascinating. Yep. So when I walk into people's spaces within like 30 minutes, I know exactly what that space needs to look like. Hallelujah. It's, it's, it's really, it's quite crazy. I create a picture in my head. 
I know exactly the pieces I'm looking for. So when I go shopping online or whatever, I know what I'm looking for. And it's so much better when you can spend other people's money at the online, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's, I know. That's a perk. <laughs> I, I love this. So one of the things that you and I, uh, as we were chatting before the show, that I said, you know, what I really want to talk to you about is how do we create the home we want for 2022? It's the start of a new year. There's something about that freshness, the fresh start. And I don't know about most people, but if you're like me, you kind of look around the home, the Christmas decorations are going to be coming down and you kind of go, I really don't want to put this into the same space it was, but not necessarily just material space, mm-hmm. all levels of how the space functions. And I said, can we talk about this? And you said, absolutely. So where do we start? What is the number one most important thing as we are creating our home for 2022? Um, I would say a Christ-centered home. Really taking a look at your space in your home and then um, taking two steps back and realizing what creates this home, you know, and that is your family. So if you are a single person, you still have your friends, you know, and your loved ones. If you are a family unit, you know, um, it's really important to create that Christ-centered foundation. Um, And when you do that, anything you do in your space is going to just shine. You know, um, the best way I can say it is when you have Christ in your life, um, you have a wholeness, a, a feeling of, you know, completeness. And so when you're looking at the different aspects of your home, the colors, everything, it doesn't really matter. As long as you have that Christ centered foundation, you're laying that out for your kids. You're going to be an example as a parent for your children, um, of what that looks like, um, and one, yeah. and one of the things I want to talk about in this Christ-centered home is this concept around it, it's not just about hanging a bunch of crosses on the wall. Right. It's about a feeling or when you walk into a home and you know that the Holy Spirit is present, you just know when you know when you know. Right. So some things you can do um, is having really a strong devotional life. Do a devotion with your kids. Do it at bedtime. You know, kids love structure. I actually have a bachelor's in early childhood education. And so for me, I apply that to my family unit. Um, And so it's good to have something set up for them at dinner. So when you eat dinner with your family members, um, have the devotion then, you know, Um, or do it at bedtime. If you do already do prayers, you know, um, make sure you're saying um, a blessing before you eat. It's just little things like that. That's a reflection an example for your children. And that's what really is the goal, I think, for any family is that your children grow up to be great, good citizens, you know. And know the Lord. I mean, this is yes. a big thing. And I love that you brought this thing about uh, praying before a meal because one of the things I've noticed, and this is not judgment because I would be putting it right on myself here, but it's so easy for the kitchen table to get just full of stuff because everybody yes. walks in the door, they plop it on the kitchen table. And I know that was one of our goals for this last year was we had we tried to design other places to put things mm-hmm. so that the kitchen table wasn't constantly getting full. And I would say we probably did, oh, maybe 60 percent. We got, we did good 60 percent of the time. But the what's at stake by that is that we'd go to sit down for dinner and we'd move the stuff down to the half. This is this is normal. I know that there are people listening that know what I'm talking about, right? Right. Please tell me I'm not alone. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> I have a six-year-old and a four-year-old and then now uh, almost three-month-old. 
and my table, my dining room table is always filled with crayons and stuff. And we just push it aside, you know, and <laughs> eat your food and you're kind of, you know, I'm an interior designer and I have a messy dining room table. You know, it's really important to find a space for that, but you don't always have that ability. And you especially know? when you have littles, because you're, I mean, especially this past year, right? We've got people working out of the home, school's happening at home. And I think everybody's doing the best we can. But one of the things that we really noticed is that when we took time to set the table, sit down, say grace before we ate, it did make a difference. It it just, it felt different. The only way I can describe it is it simply felt different. And and I think that's what you're leaning here towards is that when we have Christ as the focus and Christ as the center of the home, it just matters and it makes all the difference. Right. That And that's why out of the three points I came up with for today, um, that is my first and number one. If you don't have that as your focal point, everything else is going to be chaotic, you know, um, whether it's your marriage, um, whether it's your relationship with your kids, whether there's a lot of yelling in the home. When you do that, when you hear yourself yelling and complaining and all those things, you need to take a step back and remember, okay, have I read the Bible recently? You know, have I immersed myself in God's word? Um or have I had a devotion with my kids, you know, to teach them new ways to talk to their sibling? Yes. You know? No, it's so true. You know, I always say one of my biggest indicators that I am not in prayer and not in the word enough is that if I hear a little something slip from my lips, that's probably not appropriate. Right. And it's for me, that is my first sign. Like if I hear something come out that is just really not the way I choose to be in the world, it's like, Ooh, where did that come from? And that, for me, that's my sign. Right. Like, right away, I know I am not in the word enough. Because when I'm in the word enough, those words just don't slip out accidentally. Because right. it's not like I intentionally go around thinking, oh, I'm going to drop that little one today, right? Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody has a little sign, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, and I think that also remembering that you're not perfect. You know, that's why we have our focal point of Christ. Um, it's a reminder that we need a Savior um, and that we are saved. And there is a peace in that. And so yes. that's the other part of it is like when you have a Christ-centered home, there's peace in the home. Yes. You know, and kids thrive, you thrive, your marriage thrives. Yes. You know. And you and I were talking before we went live about uh, John 3.16. Yes. And how much God passage. loves us. <laughs> yes. Because and, and one of the things I love is, you know, like God loves us. God loves us despite our mess, despite what's going on. But what God loves is when we love him and we take time to be with him and make our home Right. Focused and centered on him. I mean, to me, it, it's a dual thing, right? Like right. John 316 works so many, so many ways it works. Yeah, I, it, it definitely is my favorite Bible passage. Um, and it's for many reasons. But the f- first and foremost is the reminder, I need a savior. I'm a sinful human being. I'm going to make mistakes each day. But each day I wake up, I put on my new man and I start my day. You know, yes. that's all that Christ asks us to do, you know. Absolutely. And and it's a lot easier to get up and start our day when the home is Christ-centered right? versus having everything else going on. Yeah, we, we say prayers um, right before breakfast, too. We do a blessing then, too. We do it in public at restaurants. Like, I just grew up in a home like that. I came from a large adopted family. And when you have 20 kids in a restaurant and you're praying, I mean, like, people notice. Oh, they do. I yep. I mean, it's been a while, but when my kids were little and we were praying at tables, I would actually remember people coming up and saying to us, thank you for praying at the table. It was so refreshing. Me too. <laughs> yes. People yep. do it to you too. And it's a reminder that we should be doing it. Right. And we're glorifying God in that. And yep. then it also normalizes it for others. Yep. 
We've got a lot more to talk about. We now know for sure, for sure, which, of course, we didn't have a shadow of doubt that our home needs to be Christ-centered. We're going to talk about this and expand it to a little more about how the impact of decluttering is going to lead us into creating the home we want for 2022. We are talking with Marina Zamzo of M Designs. We're going to take a brief pause and we'll be right back. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisors Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson. Office is located downtown Bemidji at 122 3rd Street Northwest or at 1202 1st Street East in Park Rapids. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Arise Financial Group, a division of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is Deb McGregor of Live Joy, Share Joy. Can you imagine getting a text right to your phone that is all about joy? Every Friday, I send out a joy note. This is a message of encouragement, contemplation, insight, and more. If you want to receive a joy note right to your phone, text the word joy to 218 218- Two four eight six five five six. I look forward to sharing more joy with you on a weekly basis. Let's build a community of joy. Realtors Noemi, Harry, and Abby of Team Aylesworth with Real Living First Realty are here for all your real estate needs in Bemidji and the surrounding communities. Whether you are looking to purchase a home or looking to sell, call the award-winning customer service team to help. Please contact Noemi at 218-760-4689 or click the link for Team Aylesworth on the Business Impact Partner page at yourqfm.com. Team Aylesworth with Real Living First Realty, where you are their priority. This is Deborah Gregor of Live Joy, Share Joy. With us today is Marina Zamzo of M Designs. We are talking about creating the home you want for 2022. We have already talked about knowing that it needs to be Christ-centered, and that is the first and most important piece of creating the home you want for 2022. Now we're going to move into the second most important thing that Marina shared with me, which is decluttering. This is the big one. It is. It really is. I think that... Um when I walk into people's homes, sometimes I see all their little piles and they don't see it. You know, they think it's pretty organized and it's there. But when you take those little piles and you move them out and you find a space for them, you declutter, you get rid of it. Um, it just helps the whole feel of your home come out. You know, you're more able to focus on your loved ones and not think about all these little spaces in your home that need to be worked on. Well, and I think about the impact for me when there's clutter and my brain. I can't think when I have too much clutter around. Is that pretty normal for people? Um, Yeah. So that's really the main reason for why I chose another big thing for 2022 is decluttering the extra spaces in your home that are just piling up. It really does have a reflection on your mental health from my standpoint, just because I walk into a lot of people's homes. So when you get rid of those piles, you're able to think more clearly. You're able to focus on the things that really matter, whether it's like your work or projects that you really want to do with your kids or um, your marriage, you know, all those other things, you are able to focus on them. When you have piles, it's a reflection of you're not organizing yourself and giving yourself enough time. So it's really, really important to get those spaces picked up. 
One thing I love about the, how you're bringing this up is that I think sometimes when you brought up time, we think, oh, I don't have time to declutter. In reality, you almost can't not take the time to declutter because it actually is impacting your time. And I find for me, the biggest impact is creativity. When I have a nice organized space, there's this creativity piece of me that just really, really flourishes. And I know you and I had talked about when you would come to our home, we've spent the last probably 18 months really moving stuff out. I mean, we're talking truckloads of stuff out of the house. Now I have these little, I call them my organized little piles. (laughs) But what I loved is you also named, we have so many things going on, painting and carpeting and all this stuff. What was that you had a term for it? You sort of have an organized chaos in construction mode word. I can't remember what it is, but there are times where, the chaos may be a necessary, can we even call it an evil, a necessary evil in the moment because you're trying to get the project done. So it can look, my house right now looks like a complete chaotic mess. And yet I know the end is in sight, right? Right, right. Yeah. I tend to think of when I see piles in people's homes, I think it's um, a beautiful chaos, you know, um, because there is a reason why that pile is there. We have to go through it, you know. But really, it's just, what am I thinking of? Well, it can get in the way of where we want to be. Right. Sometimes, right? Right. Like, we can embrace it. We can look at it for what it is. But then there's sort of the, okay, let me acknowledge and thank you for your service. But maybe some of this, it's time to just simply let it go. Right, right. And that's really why people hire me is because if they don't have enough time in their day to go through those piles, they hire someone like me who comes in the home and I'll tell you exactly what to do with it. And, you know, I'm not like your best friend. I am the hired help who's going to come in and kind of just lay it straight forward, you know, (laughs) Um, because I think sometimes people do need that little extra push to realize you don't need three toaster ovens. You know, somebody is in need (laughs) and might benefit from one of those. Well, or just we just uh, my parents moved out from this huge home into this townhome and It's like stuff that was saved for 20, 30, 40 years. Well, you know, we never know when we might need this. And it's like, okay, we haven't needed this for 40 years. There have been three updated models of this particular product since. Where can this go? Where can it be of service? I mean, sometimes it's just like you said, somebody comes in, asks those powerful questions and really helps people get on track. And then also a permission to release. I think sometimes we hang on to things for reasons that, are not necessarily what we think they are. Right, right. So when I go into people's homes and we're talking about decluttering their home, I like to ask them some simple questions like, when did you use this last? Because if it hasn't been in the last six months, there's really no need for it anymore. Um, When it comes to mementos, so like things that are um, unique to like uh, loved ones that were gifted to you, Make it fit in one box. If it can't fit in the box, take a picture, pass it on. You know, um, you really have to take that extra step of organizing yourself and making sure you're not overwhelming yourself. You know, I have um, a relative who has newspaper piles up to the ceiling and she's elderly, you know, so it's a safety concern. You can't let yourself get there. I mean, if you know of a loved one, I would definitely call me. Because I will definitely come in and help you let some of that stuff go. This could be one of the best gifts for someone. I mean, this is a big deal. I love your distinction here between organized and overwhelming. Because there's this thing about some people can even make up that, you know, 
overwhelming gets you to organizing or organizing can become overwhelming, right? Like there's sort of this distinction between, but also there's a relationship between the two things. But the hope, of course, is that in getting organized, we reduce the overwhelm and that can happen one step at a time, right? Is that? Right, right. So when, for some people, when they go to organize, they just can't see the whole picture. They don't know where to start. And so then they become overwhelmed and then they call me in and I walk in and they're like, why didn't I see it the way you see it? And it's it's like you said earlier, some brains are just better designed to see how to organize spaces, you know, and it's a whole lot easier to see it in someone else's than your own. Right. Right. Like my guess is there might be a pile in your home that somebody else walks in and says, "Um, Marina, I'm going to ask you the same questions that you would ask me. And you probably hear it differently and look at it differently because it's a different attachment. Right. 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 So we all have those spaces. I have because of COVID and its impact, I was unable to get rid of Links for my garage sale. So it's sitting in my basement. It's making me nuts. My husband knows. Um, And I'm just like, I just need to go in there and gut it. But where do you go with this stuff when you're, you know, when a lot of those places like Goodwills aren't accepting things, you know, Um, or limited you on how much you could bring in? I you are so spot on with this. I remember the first two to three months coming out of when everybody had been in their homes. I would drive by the Goodwill every single day. Not accepting, not accept. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I literally had this pile in my car and I thought, are you kidding me? Me too. <laughs> and and look at all the people. When we look at the transfer of generations that are happening right now, right. the amount of stuff that is coming down is at monumental levels. So this this is going to continue. Right, right. So I am a con- I'm considered a millennial um, and our generation, we tend to let go of things a little bit more easily um, just because we... S- we we have the benefit of having um, um, before technology, you know, so we know what how important it is to get outside. Um, and so when it comes to our own personal space, we tend to be more trendy is what I would say. And right now, um, some of those trends are, you know, we used to do open concepts. Well, now the trend is to have a fine dining room and closed space because when people were in COVID land, um, they realized that the kids were really loud in the living room and this is the kitchen counter and we're all in the same space and it's it's just too much and overwhelming. Mm. So that is another thing is not only decluttering your spaces, but actually literally creating walls for like your dining room, right? creating a living room that's separate. I'm so happy to hear this because I've always loved having a dining room. And when we purchased our home, it has a dining room. Right. It came back. Hallelujah. That's I love that because it kind of went out for a while. It did. And now it came back again. Yeah. Until people realized during COVID. Well, (laughs) it's just it's just amazing. So I want to get to your third point, which is about in this creating the home that you want for 2022. There's a piece of this called unity. Right. Unity. So it's not only just um, being unified in your family. Um, What I'm really focusing on here is actually the home itself. So your paint, your themes in your home, are you running with one theme or do you have a couple different ones? Because if you do, that creates chaos and it's chaos for our eyes. It's chaos for um, the people you're inviting over because they're like, wow, you have a farm theme over here, but you've got super modern, you know, um, industrial look over here. Um, And so it's really important to create unity within your home in your main areas, 
Your kids' rooms, they should be unique. Your master bedroom should be unique to you. And when you do that, when you have your foundation in your home set up for you, reflecting your personality, the personality of your kids, it creates unity within the family. And that really, guys, is the goal here, is really focusing back on the important things in our lives, and that's our family. You know, and thinking less about the home itself. Well, and there's so much in this. And I think about how many gifts we get of pictures or we have different things on the wall that we've accumulated. And the reality is some of that stuff just does not work in the home anymore. No, no. I've seen a lot of photos um, walking into people's homes that are hanging. And I'm just like, it must have been like a Goodwill buy, (laughs) which is not always a bad thing because sometimes there's like a memory with it. Sometimes it just doesn't work, um, and it's my job to kind of tell that, you know. Yeah, or give them a place to put those things of memory. Right. right. So taking a picture lasts much longer, like that saying. Yes. <laughs> it does. It's true. Well, it is true. What is the most important thing? We just have a little bit of time here left. What's the most important thing you want to leave people with today as they think about their home in 2022? So as you enter 2022, I really want you to focus on creating um, a Christ-centered home. I think going back to my first point, when you do that, you're going to have the ability to declutter your spaces together as a family. Um, You're going to be able to create that unity in the flow of your theme in your home. Um, but really establishing the Christ-centered home. I think you are so spot on with that. Marina, how would someone get in touch with you if they want to reach out? Um, well, I have a Facebook page. It's M.Designs LLC. Um, and then you can reach me by email. Um, and then you can reach me by my phone number which is 715-219-3080. All right, fantastic. So if somebody's wanting to focus on being more Christ-centered in their home, decluttering and getting unity, they should reach out to you. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining us today. Marina Zamzo, M Designs. This is Deb McGregor, Live Joy, Share Joy. Thanks so much for being with us today. Thanks to Philip Elke for engineering our program and reminding you to go out, live joy and share joy. Deb McGregor of Life Full of Joy. Thank you for tuning in to Live Joy, Share Joy. We currently have availability for corporate sponsors on the show. Do you want to be aligned with all things joy and reach our listening audience? We have several options available, including our joy boosters. Contact your QFM today for sponsorship details.